Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Schmidt, a mindset and energy transformation coach, yoga instructor, and mom. I teach women how to master their minds and take control of their energy to create massive transformation in their health, happiness, and sense of fulfillment in their life. I'm so happy you're here. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Align Wellness Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm very excited to talk with you all about the five emotions that you need to master now to create a life that you love. But before we get into this topic, we are going to just, I'm going to remind you guys in case you haven't heard yet, or if you need the reminder that tomorrow, if you're listening to this in real time, that's Tuesday, September 29th, I am going live inside of my Facebook group for a free training called Three Secrets to Living a Purposeful and Fulfilling Life. So that's happening at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Tuesday, September 29th. And if you can't be there live Tuesday evening, no problem. I will keep it open or keep it up available in the group to watch a replay for probably two more days after that. And then I'm going to be taking it down. So if you want to join us for that, definitely definitely click the link in the show notes to um, get yourself inside of the Facebook group. So that's what's going on tomorrow, if you're listening to this in real time. And today, like I said, I want to talk about these five emotions that I encourage you. I talk about these with my clients all the time. And we've talked about this in the podcast before as well, and probably on Instagram a lot as well. But these are the emotions, the five emotions that you need to master right now if you want to create a life that you love. So the first one that I want to talk about is the emotion of desire. And I'm also going to put motivation in this first one because these two kind of working together, right? Like when you have a desire for something, it it does generate motivation, I would say. From my own experience, that's how I feel. So like going back to July, I had a desire to run 31 days that uh, um, consistently for that month. And I felt motivated by that desire to reach that goal. So hopefully that you can see how those two work hand in hand. So the reason I picked these two for the first one is that you need to understand that you are responsible for creating your own happiness and also your own desires. And so it starts and it ends with you. You might not think of it like this, but most people are waiting. And I'm going to talk about this probably throughout all five of these, but most people are sitting around waiting for things to fall into their lap or for things to change, or for them to feel motivated about something, or for them to feel like they have direction or clarity in their life. And the truth of it all is that you always get to decide. So if you want to make changes in your life, create motivation for yourself. Motivation is an emotion. It's created by your thinking. If you don't feel motivated, it's because you do not think motivating thoughts. Likely you are sitting around thinking, I wish, I hope, I want, and that does not create motivation. That is kind of like victim 
thinking a lot of the times. So if you want to create a life that you love, there's obviously things in your life that you do desire. I would say that everyone has desires to create a life that they love. But some people have beliefs, have limiting beliefs that it's not possible for them. So they have taught themselves basically as like a coping mechanism to stuff those desires down because it's not possible for you anyways. So why even bother thinking about it? Now, other people believe that it is possible for them. And so they go after their goals and they're more likely to reach their goals or, or their intentions because they have a belief that it is possible for them. So I would say that probably everyone here listening has desires. You might not be necessarily thinking motivating thoughts or really feeling a strong belief that it's possible for you to to obtain those desires or to have them or to be the person that you want to be. But if you can work on shifting that belief to more of a possibility rather than impossibility, which we've talked about before, then you're going to at least be more likely to take action, obviously increasing your chances of getting the result that you want, right? The second emotion that I want to talk about is decisiveness. I talk about this one a lot. I've talked about this on Instagram a bit. Decisiveness means to know what is for you and what is not and be okay with saying no to everything that isn't for you. I would say that a lot of women struggle with this thinking that they have to be, well, not that they think that they have to be people pleasers, but I would think that lots of women describe themselves as people pleasers because they want to be liked. So when you're decisive and you know what is for you and what is not for you, and you work towards the things that are for you with kind of like that single pointed focus, you are going to be much more likely to reach your goals. I used to pride myself on being like this multitasker. And actually, I I would still say that I am a multitasker. But in my focus towards certain goals, it's more single-pointed focus now. Rather than watering down my, my energy and my effort with... Um, a lot of different goals and focuses. So I really encourage my clients to kind of focus on the one thing that's most important to them or the one thing that they feel is going to be the most obtainable for them so that they can get results and feel the positive emotion that comes from those results. And that is going to help them generate the possibility belief for their other goals that might be more important to them, but they feel like it's just not possible for them, if that makes sense. So apply that to your own life. Where are you needing to be more decisive? Where are you um, being wishy-washy? This is something that I think comes up for people because if you're not really clear, if you don't have a lot of clarity or direction in your life, it's like a way to protect yourself because like, well, you have no direction. You don't know what you want, right? This is what people do is like, I just don't know. As if someone else outside of them knows what they want or what they should want. And so they do this kind of like deep down so that they don't have to feel the hurt of not accomplishing goals because, well, they didn't set any or they don't even know what it is that they want. 
obviously, if you hear it like that, you can see how silly that sounds because you're not getting anywhere. But this is what we do. We pretend that we don't know or that there's a certain right answer. This is something that I actually just talked about with um, one of my clients is that you are always right where you need to be. You are never behind. You are never late to the game. You are always exactly where you need to be learning everything that you need to learn. And this belief is a choice to believe it. You can choose to believe it if you like the way that that makes you feel. And this helps with decisiveness because if you're thinking that you're like late to the game, well, what's the point, right? Because I'm already late. I already should have known this. It's, there's no point. I can't make changes now. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. And that is sometimes what happens. So be decisive and believe that you know what is for you. And on the flip side, you know what isn't for you. And you are 100% able to decide that yourself without needing other people's validation, without needing other people's permission or approval or other people's input, right? These are kind of all the same words, just saying them in different ways. But that's what sometimes people do is we, especially women, people please or look for permission. I used to be like the master at looking for permission from other people or getting people's input on things. And then I heard maybe on a podcast or some training in a program, I think it was, that they, the person said, I can't remember who it was now, sorry. But she said, if you are going to people for advice, make sure you would actually want that person's life. As in, they have similar goals and values and they've actually created things in their life that you are looking to create for yourself. Because if other people have all these limiting beliefs and you're looking to them for support or encouragement or their opinion, you're going to just get their limiting beliefs, right? They're going to try to protect you. Seems like this really honorable thing, but it's going to hold you back just because you're getting their limiting beliefs. So be careful about that as well. Be decisive and decide things for yourself. The third emotion is the emotion of being disciplined. People have beliefs that they're not disciplined. That's like, they they talk about it like, yeah, I'm just not disciplined. As if they have no control over being disciplined. And it just makes me laugh because I, I can see where they're coming from, but they are looking to their past to determine their future. And your past never determines your future. It doesn't. But a lot of times people think, well, I've never been disciplined before, so I'm not going to be disciplined. I'm just not a person who's disciplined. My mom wasn't disciplined or my dad wasn't disciplined or I've never been like this since I was a child. I've always been like this. And the truth of the matter is that you can decide in any moment at every moment, if you want to change, you have the ability to change. This is something that you, you learn in cognitive behavioral therapy you always have the ability to change if you want to. So if you haven't been disciplined in the past, no problem. If you want to be now, you can choose to be disciplined and you just start seeing yourself as someone who's disciplined. It sounds so simple. It sounds too simple. I know. I remember learning these things and being like, what? I don't even get that. How do you just decide that? 
you just decide. <laughs> you just decide that I'm just disciplined from now on, this is who I am. Or you can come at it like this. I am in the process of learning to be disciplined. So that means being in charge of yourself, knowing what needs to be done and doing it. Even when no one is telling you what to do, you need to be in control of yourself and your direction that you want to go. Most people, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, most people are sitting around waiting for permission, waiting for things to fall into their lap, waiting to feel inspired, waiting to be disciplined, just waiting. And you can't, you have to stop waiting and you have to start being. That's what we need to do is start, stop waiting, start being disciplined, start being intentional, start being the person that you want to be right here without needing permission from anyone and just doing it. So be in charge of yourself and know what needs to be done. Ask yourself, if this is what I want to accomplish, what do I know is the next logical step? You will find an answer. You might not know exactly how it's supposed to go. That's totally fine. You don't need to know. Just know what the next thing is. What is the next logical step in doing what I want to do, being who I want to be, and then be the person who does that consistently, not once in a while, but consistently, because that's what creates results, the consistency. The fourth quality that I have here for you on the list is self-integrity. And this one is highly important. I see it so much, especially with women. Women are very integral to other people, to their families, to their communities, their commitments, their jobs, their housework, right? So integral to those things. And then when it comes to doing things for themselves, they are too exhausted or they don't have time or they don't even set a goal for themselves to do something or they don't even um, believe it's possible for them. And so this is why I wanted to put this on the list because you need to learn to trust yourself and this is a skill that you will acquire as you tell yourself you're going to do something and then do it, right? That's what it takes to to develop self-integrity you just start doing the things you say you're going to do. It's nothing glamorous, nothing fancy, but this is the work. It's never fancy, it's never glamorous. The work that's required to create the life that you love, it's, it's literally putting your head down and getting to it. And self-integrity is one of those things. You tell yourself you're gonna start getting up at 5 a.m. to meditate, go ahead and do it. Don't wait for the applause. Don't wait for anything. Just do it silently. Get doing it every single day. And you just keep doing it as you tell yourself you're going to do it. You say you're going to um, choose foods that actually are in alignment to health. Then do that. Follow through on what you say you're going to do. Because the more that you learn to trust yourself, the more you have your back. The more your intuition speaks louder to you. This is what happens is that we we are integral to, like I said, our job or our coworkers or our employees or our husbands or spouses and children and communities and all these other people. And then we're like burnt out at the end of the day because we have been emptying our cup 
in every moment. Usually, not always. Of course, there's things that we do that might fill us up, like doing things for our kids and with our kids might fill you up as, as well. But there's lots of things that you can do that don't feel good and that drain you throughout the day. And then you feel like there's nothing left for yourself. I've been there 100%. I'm sure every woman, whether you're a mom or not, listening to this podcast and hearing this right now can relate to that feeling of just feeling tired. And the problem is, is that you think you don't have energy to do anything but like sit on the couch or sit on your phone, for example. And that just drains you more. Feels good in the moment. A little bit. Night after night after night, I've been there. It does not fill you up. It leads to unfulfillment, 100%. So tell yourself you're going to do something and then do it. That is the skill that I think is one of the most important things. Whether people are watching or not, not based on what rules there are, right? But on your moral compass and what you believe to be right. Even when it's hard and uncomfortable and against the grain, even when it's not convenient, even when it's not easy or simple. Just know that all you're ever really dealing with is a thought in those moments. Thoughts can be changed. So if something doesn't seem easy or simple, check in with your thoughts and your beliefs. Like why are you believing that doing something for yourself is not worthy of your time? That's a really good question that you could journal on if you wanted to. But self-integrity, right? It comes down to trusting yourself. This is what Don Miguel Ruiz talks about in his book, The Four Agreements. The first one, be impeccable with your word. Be impeccable. I absolutely love the word impeccable. Be so impeccable with your word that eventually what you say becomes true. I absolutely love that one because... Like I said, we're so integral to every other person and every other commitment that we, that we sign up for in life and then feel like there's nothing left for ourselves. So tell yourself you're going to do things and that might mean deciding, right? Number two, decisiveness, decide what's not for you. There are things that you are doing that are draining you that are not for you. Maybe they never were for you or maybe they're just not for you right now or anymore that you might still be doing because you want to be seen as a good person. The less you care of what other people think of you, the better your life will be. The less you are concerned about what other people think or are doing at all, the better your life will be. doesn't mean like to just become narcissistic or something like that. It just means focus on yourself because that's all you can control anyways. You can't control what other people think. They're already thinking things about you. You can't control what people do. They're already doing things that they want to do anyways. Or they're concerned about what other people are thinking about them. But it doesn't matter. Because you being in control of yourself is basically what this fourth one comes down to. Be in control of what you say, what you think, what you do. So that you can actually create the life that you love. So you can go out and do it. You say you're going to do it and then you know it's as good as done. And then the fifth one is self-love. So this one is the most important out of all of them, out of everything. Because when you are grounded in self-love, that's when you know that what you want is available for you. 
who you want to be is an option at any moment, in any moment, and that you deserve to be happy, healthy, fulfilled, and successful in all the meanings of the word success. That you won't do things that aren't in alignment to health or your happiness or your sense of fulfillment because you love yourself too much to allow yourself to suffer in those ways. People don't think of it like that. But when you fuel yourself with foods that are not in alignment to health, you're causing yourself suffering. That's not self-love. So much anti-diet culture out there right now is teaching us to abandon our sense of self-love. That self-love is doing the hard things lots of the time. It's getting up because you said you were going to get up and just meditating and making yourself do things that you know are supporting your well-being, supporting the life that you want to live, supporting your sense of fulfillment. It doesn't feel easy sometimes. It doesn't seem like the obvious thing lots of times. But self-love is the most important quality to embody, to create a life that you love. You can't love your life if you don't love yourself. It doesn't work like that. You can't love other people if you don't love yourself. When you start to believe that you are worthy of having all of the things that you want to have, it actually becomes less about even having those things because you know in that moment that what you really need and what you're really after is just an emotion and not so much of a thing, right? So what we're all after is to feel good. And you can feel good in any moment by being in control of your thinking. It doesn't take a cookie. It doesn't take weight loss. It doesn't take a relationship. It doesn't take a fancy house. You can feel good in any moment by loving yourself. Like how crazy is that to think that? You don't need to wait. There's nothing you need to do. Just right here, right now, learn to love yourself. You have been taught over the years to abandon yourself because you were conditioned, you saw things, you heard things as a child that led you to believe that you were not worthy of having the things that you want. But when you were a little baby, you believed you were worthy of having all the things that you wanted. So you need to get back to that. You need to see yourself as somebody that is worthy because you are. That does not mean you are entitled, but you are always 100% worthy. So I'm going to go over and recap each of these five things real quick for you guys, okay? So the first one was two, (laughs) desire and motivation. I believe that when you are responsible for creating your own happiness and creating your own desires and you are in control of your thinking to motivate yourself this is the first thing that I think that you need to the qualities that you need to create a life that you love you have to be in charge of your desires and in charge of motivating yourself right the second thing decisiveness Know what is for you and what is for not for you and be okay with saying no to absolutely everything that isn't for you. Number three, discipline. Be in charge of yourself. Know what needs to be done and do it even when no one is telling you what to do, even when no one's watching you, even when you have no one that you're reporting to. 
That's one thing I've learned since becoming an entrepreneur. Be responsible for yourself, be disciplined, and do the things that need to be done. Number four, self-integrity. Know yourself, trust yourself, tell yourself, and then do what you say you're going to do. Tell yourself what you're going to do and then do the things you say you're going to do. Not whether people are watching you or, or anything, right? Not based on rules, but just have your own moral compass and know what's right and follow your morals and your ethics more so than what are the rules. And then number five, self-love. Know that what you want is now and always has been available for you. It's always been available for you. Everything that you want, 100% you are worthy of having it and it is possible for you. And you deserve to be healthy, happy, successful, thriving, fulfilled in your life. And the more that you love yourself, the more that these things will become true for you. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed learning about these five qualities that I believe you need to create a life that you love. If you have any questions, please reach out. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share this on Instagram or Facebook. Share it with your friends, anyone who would benefit from learning this this information. I would be so grateful for you supporting the podcast and sharing it in that way. And as well, make sure you get yourself signed up for the workshop. I guess not really signed up, but make sure you get yourself into the Facebook group so that you can be a part of tomorrow night's Facebook live called Three Secrets to Living a Purposeful and Fulfilling Life. So thanks again for listening and I will chat with you all again soon. Take care. If you enjoy what you learn from the Align Wellness Podcast, I would love to have you check out the Aligned Life Program. In our 12 months together, you will learn how to take complete control of your energy, thoughts, and emotions and create a life on your terms that is purposeful and in alignment to you. It's the ultimate personal growth and life design program. Health, fulfillment, abundance, and love is available for you. I would love to have you join us. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about the Align Life Program.